Sorry, no sneaky Polish recordings today. My name is Van der Buchert and this is Finding Frequency. One man's quest to find the extraordinary in an ordinary one day at a time. So as I mentioned, nothing crazy to record today. Perhaps something interesting to share though. So I started off today with a little bit of keyboard work. I'm falling behind a little bit in some of the tasks that I need to do, so I'm frantically catching up. In fact, I think I'll probably have to spend a little bit of my holiday... Holiday? Weekend tomorrow to catch up too. But I'm happy. Some of the work I'm doing at the moment is really something that is inspiring me and hopefully driving me towards that idea of entrepreneurship. Remember what I spoke about yesterday? Seek and show up. Seeking the right people and showing up with the right offer to solve their problems. But let me not digress. There's an episode for that. On a personal level, something that I started thinking about today, and I also briefly spoke to my wife about it, is that I feel like I need to optimize, I need to focus, I need to concentrate on the things that really matter. So for example, in my small business, even though we are only a week or two into this isolation and borders being closed, I am considering what the impact on my business is going to be. I think I would be a fool if I thought that, hey, I'm just going to survive and things are going to be the way it is. I'm not feeling despondent. I think the pressure is across the board. I do not regret, for example, going on my own to start my own entrepreneurial venture. I think from the biggest corporation to the government to the smallest, smallest operation will feel the pinch. It's definitely going to affect all of us. And I'm not talking about health. I'm talking about economy and the availability of money and opportunities. So we need to look after what we have and optimize what we are doing. Now, what does this mean for me? Well, twofold. I have one client that I'm currently working with that is, in air quotes, a retainer client. So I do value their business, but I have to value it even more now. I need to look after them because they are looking after me. Now, I'm also thinking about constantly how this situation might affect them because I can't blame them for feeling the pinch. That means that I need to think forward. What is the next things that I need to do? What can I do to survive? I spoke about that yesterday a little bit. What is an entrepreneurial venture? But the thing that I started thinking about today is that am I spending my efforts in the right place? Am I focusing on the right things? Am I partnering with the right people? I started becoming a little bit despondent because I've had a few entrepreneurial conversations with good friends over the past two weeks. And in the design world, we talk about the idea of yes and. Yes, I will do this and I will add value in this aspect. Unfortunately, even yesterday, I heard a lot of no but. Does this mean that I'm dealing with the wrong people? Are they just short-sighted? Or does it perhaps reflect on the idea that perhaps Vanner is a little bit scared of doing it on his own? Why should I have a partner to partner with in the first place? However, it is tough doing things alone. So seeking community makes sense. And yes, I am. I'm still seeking community. 
So that is really something for me to consider. How am I moving forward with this few plans I have up my sleeve? Maybe it's really time to sack up. I'll leave that there for now because I still have a lot of homework to do and a lot of focus and studying. And at least I know there's a few other communities I can tap into, people I haven't reached out yet. Not necessarily for partnership, but perhaps for encouragement. I will be revisiting this topic. Now for something more positive, but I have to start with a little bit of negative. Now, unfortunately, one of the things, and uh, in fact, Seth Godin gave a bit of advice yesterday, and I think I might have mentioned it already, is number one, do five minutes of news and world updates. Don't worry, the news will continue without you. Five minutes is enough. Then stay the fuck off of Twitter. Now, I must admit, I added the F word. That's not something that Seth Godin will say. But avoiding Twitter is maybe a good idea. Now, in in the sea of negativity and fear, I had a conversation with my friend Jonathan today. We had a quick call, a quick catch-up, because I think he's also, like me, feeling the pinch there on the far side of Poland. There we are sitting in his little office in Kalsa, like me, working from home. His biggest challenge, though, is his dear fiancé is also a health worker. She is seeing it. Although she's not in the middle of it yet, it's looming, it's coming. The uncertainty is there. And then also yesterday he received the email, a message, because he's renting or he owns a property in one of the other cities in Poland. The property is currently being uh, looked after by an agency. You know, one of these guys who put leases into your property and then takes a little bit of a cut and then in turn takes care of the property. And we're freshly into this idea of quarantine and isolation and they've already sent him an email to tell him that, unfortunately, we won't be able to pay. Now, I do have a lot of empathy for people feeling the pinch. I mentioned our cleaning lady yesterday because I really think she's feeling the full brunt of it. But then again, she didn't want the extra money we gave her because she is still working. She's still making things work for her. And this agency? Really? When I look out of my window, I still see a lot of Polish folks living life as normal. I doubt if there's any real economic impact now. Perhaps a clever person sat in the office and really looked at it, and I agree. There will be an economic impact. But their current action is way too swift and way too clean and doesn't leave a lot for conversation. I think they are taking a chance. Now, I am not one to judge. And also just telling the story. And when I heard it yesterday, I didn't feel good. I tried to look at it from their perspective. And then today when I spoke to Jonathan, of course, the conversation started with the worry we have for his fiance, And of course, we ventured around the idea of this agency. What's going on there? Now, I started to think about what can I do? Am I being a good friend to Jonathan by firing up this idea? talking about these things that make us feel negative, that in fact, we can't really do anything about. We don't have any power to control this. So I tapped back into my coaching habit training that I had with my Israeli friend. And I thought, rather than trying to give Jonathan advice, I did a simple thing. I asked them, so what is on your mind, Jonathan? And Jonathan quickly, quickly 
shifted his mindset and started talking about what he's doing to solve the problem. And the conversation completely and utterly changed from something that was negative about what is going wrong to what Jonathan's doing to fix it. So for example, looking after his fiancée, he said to me, Vanner, I'm encouraging her to look after her health. I'm forcing her to do exercise. I want her to be healthy. I want her immune system to be 100% for this thing. And as for the agency, he said to me, Vanner, I'm getting rid of them. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take my property and I'm going to make it available to medical personnel. Because surely there are going to be people traveling to this major hub and there's going to be people needing a place to stay. And I'm going to make my property available to them for use. And I must say, that really inspired me. I didn't even think of something like that. Why should we be dealing with this idea of dealing with an agency if we can take that property, take this thing and make it something that's worthwhile? Something that can make a real impact and really support people and show up for them. Jonathan, you're a legend, dude. Then again, I think we can all do that. What is it that we're going to do to make things more positive? How can we help other people? And I have seen that generosity come through on the internet. Lots of free things coming through. People opening up their gates. Sharing content. I think I want to focus on that. I think our job, especially if we're not directly affected by this virus, is to really help our, our, our family and our friends and the people that we work with and maybe people that are affected to shift their focus away from the bad stuff and help them focus on the good stuff related to this. I mean, in one short conversation this morning, Jonathan gave me two amazing ideas that I, that I just felt very positive and inspired with. What are you doing? What are you doing to turn this kind of negative vibe into something positive? How, we, how can we flip this around? I mean, I'm also turning this question to me. What am I doing to make things positive? I know, for example, my wife takes these things very, very personally. She carries the weight of the world in her shoulders. Perhaps I can do a little bit more to try and make her feel a little bit more positive about things. Take her, take her mind off this and assure her that things are going to be cool. We're going to get through this.